0: I got to see him earlier today, and he's very, very funny, and he has a voice for radio, let me tell you. He has a face for it, too. No, he's a lovely, he's actually very pretty. He's a pretty, he's a pretty young man, um, hailing from Washington. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Andrew Murphy.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, damn straight, I'm good looking. (laughs) all right all right yeah i am from seattle i came all the way down here for this it's pretty fun. i like this town it's all right sorry right. i went to go see alcatraz which I had not alcatraz is surprisingly pleasant for a government fortress that got turned into a prison colony <laughs> like it's surprisingly nice out there while i was out there the uh, the nice park ranger was telling me he was like yeah these are western black crowned seagulls and uh they mate for life I was like, that's interesting. Are, like, is that true? Do seagulls mate for life, or can we just not tell seagulls apart? <laughs> you know, because if seagulls mating policy is anything like their French fries in the dumpsters policy, <laughs> I think it's pretty safe to assume the seagulls fuck. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, I have to come up on stage here tonight with a set list, actually. I've been away from stand-up for a while. I've, uh, I booked, uh, my first TV thing, which is very exciting. Very, yeah, yeah. I got, I got booked as one of the hosts of Straight Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. It's this show where I just go to other dudes' houses, and I'm like, there's a cool pool table, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude, it's like I live in a bar, dude, Yeah. And then we just drink and talk about how we would have done the Bin Laden raid different. You know? I would have gone in through the window, got him in the back, you know? Yeah. You got to talk to people you don't like, you know, you got to talk. You got to meet new people. That's the important thing. That's why I travel and do these comedy festivals. Like the other day, I was talking with a guy who was pro-life and he was dropping some pro-life knowledge on me. And I don't know if you guys know this, but this is actually true. Do you guys know that at 16 weeks, the fetus has developed everything it needs to dunk? <laughs> you know, I don't know. And you got to respect that because, you know, because for some people, life just begins at the rim, you know. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's, uh... How you guys liking Trump, huh? How we feeling on him here, huh? Boo. Low, low average. Low average, I'm sensing on the... I do gotta say, like, I don't like the guy, but people, a lot of the things people say about him really drive me crazy. Whenever people are like, there's nothing Trump could do that would surprise me anymore, I'm like, I don't know, I can think of a few things. Yeah. Like, if Trump could dunk, I'd be pretty surprised. Or even, like, a strong alley-oop. I'd be like, oh, all right. Or, like, if Trump was gay, that'd be pretty, you know, if he was like, I did it, I'm gay, I'm the best at being gay, I sucked Elton John's dick like a million times. <laughs> this doesn't change how I feel about other minorities. I'd be like, all right, all right. Or if he dunked while gay. <laughs> He's jumped up and, like, bit a dick on the rim and put the ball in a butt. <laughs> that joke's relatively new don't like look my jokes are like my babies some of them are fucking dumb and they're not all gonna make it so all right all right yeah but uh yeah I don't know, yeah, I do have a voice for radio, though. This is going out live on the radio, right? Yeah, I got a great radio. I would love to work in the radio. The radio, the most thriving of the media right now. I would love to work for a classic rock radio station. You're like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to 92.3 KQKLAQKLAW, the Kla. All right, and we're coming at you live from on top of the hill. We're going to be giving away tickets to see Asia playing in Boston. Boston playing in Asia and Blazia, the first all Asian Boston tribute band they are all Japanese except for the drummer who is Thai alright we're going to be playing some Beatles, some Stones, some Kinks some The Who and other lost gems of the rock revolution just kidding Hotel California on a loop until I am dead you motherfuckers oh man nah but you can't you know i could probably st- i could work at like a cool radio station like this one you guys got like cool alt radio stations in town here like college radio stations like this one where you just do like hey yeah like this one We're like hey you're listening to mutiny radio my name's dj inside joke like whatever i don't even need this job <laughs> we were just playing the newest track by Blah. That's off the newest compilation record by Records. (laughs) Next up, we're gonna be having an in-studio session from some coked out vegan Brooklyn indie darling who did, (laughs) who found just the right amount of reverb to make people think his haircut's not stupid. (laughs) And we got some very exciting news. Surviving members of Oingo Boingo, Chumba Wumba, Incubus, and Hoobastank have formed a super group. It's called Oingo Wumba Hoobubus. And they're going to be headlining Lollapalooza. <laughs> yeah. Man. Any of you guys got health care? I one day hope to also have health care. <laughs> I do not, have, this, this, uh, they didn't give me my, my tax paperwork when I agreed to do this festival here, so I don't know what my billing status for this year is gonna be. Oh no, man. If I ever get health insurance, I'm gonna go nuts. Oh man, I'm gonna live in a CAT scan machine. You won't be able to get me out. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna have like experimental therapy. I'm not even that fucked up, but I'm gonna be like getting prescription ecstasy and shit going to weird Swiss doctors that make me fight a guy who look like my dad or something it's gonna be, I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold a The Bachelor with doctors I'm gonna have like 20 doctors I'm be like Dr. Smith you prescribed me Vicodin very quickly I appreciate that here's your stethoscope so we do stethoscopes instead of roses on my pretend show no, yeah, I, uh, I would. Man, having health insurance would be great. You know, man. I don't know, like, cause the it jives a lot in my brain because I am of Norwegian extraction, and they have very good health insurance up in Norway. You know, and like it's very weird to be Norwegian in America without health insurance because whoever you are in America, your immigrant story is like a huge thing with you. You know, you're like, oh, we were Irish and we were treated like shit, but we came to America and we built this country. And when you're Norwegian, you're just like, you stupid motherfuckers, <laughs> you stupid Norwegian ancestor motherfuckers. You couldn't have written out the reign of Hakonan the Eighth just a few more years. <laughs> So I could have had health insurance. I could have been blonde, you motherfuckers. But no, you had to move to Yellow Medicine County, Minnesota, and grow farms and have a whole bunch of kids who got addicted to meth. So, all right, all right, yeah. I don't know, you know. I, it's, it's very interesting to me. They're like america is a very weird place i uh i'm very interested in the history of america i I run a youtube channel it's called what the fuck is in america you should all go check it out but it's very hard to find because i didn't think it through before i named it but um (laughs) like literally come talk to me after the show i'll just give you a coupon on how to get there it's you can't find it but one of the things i think is very interesting is you know like is who built america and if you really get down to it it was ugly people You know, like sixes and down, we built America, you know, like you look at those pictures of all the people on the steel girders, you know, the guy, the picture, the famous people on the girders eating lunch, they're not hot. That's all sixes and down, you know, no one, no one with cheekbones had to fight at Gettysburg, you know, it was all uggos. Cause if you were hot, you didn't need to leave Europe. All the ugly bog Irish people were getting shoveled onto the boat, and then all the hot Irish people were like, "Why don't you just ask people for potatoes? People just give me potatoes all the time, you know." <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna close on this one here, and, uh, and I'm gonna burn the light a little bit. Sorry, um, I'm single, you know, because I suck, but whatever. I had it coming, you know. And fucking is weird. Fucking is sex is just what poor people do when there's no wrestling on TV, but. You got to do it every once in a while just to remember that you can, you know, and it fucking is weird because it's like, I don't, you guys got water parks around here. No, no. Okay, shit. This joke won't work if you don't, if you're not intimately familiar with water parks. All right. Well, now that some of the momentum's gone, let's get back into it. <laughs> I'm bad at flirting. I'm just really bad. Because like my problem is my flirting is just being sociable and polite. You know? And like for some people that's their game. You know? Like I'll be at a bar and I'll just be like talking to the bartender. Like I will have this. And then the bartender like here you go. And I'll be like thank you. Here's a tip. And then my friends are like you're trying to fuck aren't you? Yeah. That's Andrew's game. Step one. Be polite. Step two. All night. Step three. New city, new name, start over. It's not necessary. It's just how I do things. Yeah. That's actually how my parents met. My mom was a waitress, and my dad just didn't spit on the floor. <laughs> All right, I'll end on that. My name has been Andrew Murphy. You guys have been wonderful. Thank you very much. Give it back over to your host Pam Benjamin there.
0: Andrew Murphy, everyone. Uh, give it up for yourselves for being in this room and listening to live comedy. Yay, you! say yay us yay us say yay these two young men that have really this is you guys I'm so glad you were here this was a lot of fun and um, you guys are really mature no it was This was really cool seriously and I usually feel weird about fuck swearing in front of children but not tonight <laughs> um, again thank you guys so much for being here uh, this has been Pam Test has Come to Clubhouse we have one more show tonight at 10 o'clock um, it's all women but go outside and meet the comedians and uh, come back in if you want uh, for the next show but thank you so much for being here. This has been a lot of fun. We have shows going in, until Tuesday. So we've got tomorrow night from 6 to 10 p.m. We have shows on Sunday. We have 5 to 10. On Monday, 5 to 10. Tuesday, 5 to 10. So come back and thank you so much for being here. Good night. Yay! My God.
4: no one is around you say baby i love you but you ain't running game say my name say my name you acting kind of shady ain't calling me baby why the sudden change
5: to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm I'm Global Val thank you so much for tuning in of course the music that we were listening to here is from Brother Spellbinder um, and uh, it's an exciting time to be alive so I feel like I should read you a little poem as well um, because although I myself uh, well let's see do I have time to read this Hmm, it's kind of a long one uh, how about this? We'll end with with this, because I know that you're out there and you you're dreaming. Uh, I know I'm dreaming. So here we go. Visions awaken. Visions awaken through inspiration. Open your eyes. Seek so you and find what you wish to be. Call to the far reaches. The echo is destiny. Pump love and passion even into the faintest notion of what could be. A colorful yarn unraveling to unleash your story. A call and response of your dreams and reality. Peace to you all. I'm Global Val. Stay tuned. The Common Thread Collective is coming up next. Um, Lots of love. Stay, Stay strong. Stay healthy. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like running for Congress and winning, who knows? Inspiration is contagious. Peace. Thank you. Stay tuned.
6: friends here at mutinyradio.f and Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there and I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastics Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastics books the best of San Francisco and beyonds underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak sailing So all you gotta do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollected.org slash comedyclubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? (laughs) It's a cash cock, honey.
0: (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Was done it out with feedback. Does anybody want to say anything? Anybody have any feedback for me? Anybody? No good. Got the peanut gallery over here. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yay! Yay! That is an appropriate amount of clapping. You guys are cool. I like you. It's good. You're in for it. It's going to be a great night. I'm very excited. Uh, it's actually going to be an insane 25 hours of comedy coming to you over the next five days. What? Are you going to lose your mind? If you're listening on the radio, everything will be okay. Uh, so, well, so everything is being podcast and streaming live. So that's all wonderful that will be happening. And uh, we have so many comedians 37 comedians from all over the United States. But right now, it's uh, the locals only show, so it's people who live here in San Francisco or have lived here in the past. We actually have returning comedian Kevin Monroe. He lived here for many years. He's back, yay! Uh, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I don't know, I don't know how to, oh, this is so sweet. Jen Arrows. Yeah, uh, we'll 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 do. I uh, will do. Thank yous at the beginning. Why not? We have all our amazing mutiny volunteers all week that are helping us out. We got Jen at the door. We got George G. Smith behind the boards. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, so it's going to be a great week, and we're going to have a really great time. Uh, I'll tell you guys a few jokes, uh, yeah, you do, those, are, those are weed treats, they have lots of marijuana in them, that's how I bribe people, to being my friends, is that, everybody else does that? No one else super stoner? You guys super stoners? You do not look like stoners, you guys look like, you look like closet stoners, you look like, you look like I wouldn't tell anybody that I, I'm a smart person, I don't smoke marijuana. No, it's fine. I'm I've you ever see I know you're not a stoner cuz I I've smoked so much weed that I've forgotten how my own shower works. Has anyone done that? I've lived in my house for 7 years now and I forgot how my shower worked because I was so high. It's like being a guest in your own home. It's like it's like Airbnb being yourself. <laughs> it's like I don't know how this works. I'm burning up cold. Why? lived there. My cat's like, dude. how do you not know how to do this? I'm like, why are you talking to me? Do you smoke that much weed? You don't? I didn't think so. It's cool. This is not a weed show. This is a local show. But yay, we're sponsored by Spark! And weed is legal! This is... I'm just so excited about marijuana. It's like marijuana church up in here. There's two things I believe in. One, smoking marijuana all the time. And two, the equality of women. Anybody? Yeah! Both of those things. Pretty fucking awesome. I've... Believe in equality uh, in a new special way. In that, uh, I watch a lot of PG-13 movies from you know the 90s on, and we all know that we get to see side boob, right? No nip, lots of 180% side boob, no nip. PG-13, totally fine, right? So what I'm saying is, I'd like some equality in filmmaking, and I want to see some side scrote. Okay? So what I want is, like, your balls are cupped and your dick is hard. So all you see is that weird, fleshy part in between. Sometimes hairy, sometimes not. I feel like it's going to be great for, like, older actors. Because they can really show off their scroat. You know, like, um, there's going to be a cool Martin Scorsese film. Or, like, maybe a Francis Ford Coppola film. Is he still alive? I don't know. It's like it'll, be like, it'll be like the godfather. It'll be Nick Cage as the godfather. He'll be coming out of a pool. And his balls will be dipped in the water. And his dick will be outside, like, off the steps and we'll see this beautiful like stained glass window through his scrote, you know, with like the veins. Nobody wants to see this beautiful shot. This is equality, everyone. Side boobs, just fine, but side scrote, no. What's wrong with you people? This is San Francisco. This is a scrot friendly place. <laughs> it's not scrot friendly anymore. Man, I've seen so much silver, so much piercing on so many scroats. I have a theory. I have a theory that the size of your dick is inversely proportionate to the amount of piercings in it. Is this just a San Francisco theory that no one else is working off of? <laughs> it's just we're gonna take a poll. It's local. Uh, knock knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door things. Precept of feminism, I think. I don't read. I don't know what feminism is. Come on. I'm kidding. I do read. I'm a, I, I was taught to read. I'm a real woman. Oh, wait. That's the bad Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't, I shouldn't read. I don't think. I know. Bad, bad lady. Get back in the kitchen. I love making pot treats. Did I already say that? They're so delicious. I just, being high all the time just helps me forget all the misogyny that's rampant in my social social, society circles world. San Francisco. Equal place. We're going to get started right now with your first comedian. He is a San Francisco local. He's an amazing human being. He's actually the founder of the F bomb comedy train. (gasps) There's no beeping, but he's amazing. Put your hands together right now, everybody, for Marty (laughs) Cunny. all
8: right mutiny radio comedy festival we are starting it off right all right let me tell you about myself i'm a traveling man i actually just flew back from columbia and boy is my nose tired uh, seriously they really like cocaine down there um uh, it's no joke and a lot of people don't believe me that uh it was actually the first time i'd ever tried cocaine was in Colombia. uh yeah you're really excited about that. Uh, <laughs> no, most people don't believe me because most people are trying to buy it off of me most of the time. Uh, I just have that certain je ne sais quoi. Uh, Tuesday night at uh, 6 p.m. Oh, yeah, he's probably got an eight ball on him. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's probably dealing right now. Uh, no, but I, I don't know. The first time I tried it, I would have been drinking all day and I was like, you know, when in Rome, you do some blow, right? Like that's that's how the saying goes. That's what they say and so i thought to my eyes like all right let's throw down the guy guy puts out a line for me i do the line and then all of a sudden i'm sober um (laughs) what kind of bullshit drug is this I was enjoying that drunk cocaine. I spent a long time, I spent eight hours and like $80 on that drunk. Spent another $80 and five seconds getting sober and now I'm just pissed off at 4 a.m. Wanting to talk to people about the intricacies of independent wrestling. Like reciting entire episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nobody wants to hear that shit. (laughs) That's a Wednesday night for free activity. That's not a Sunday morning hundred sixty dollar activity. Okay, no, nah, fuck that shit. Uh, I did. I did enjoy Colombia, though. There was a lot to learn down there about the cultural barrier, about the langu- language barrier. Uh, for example, I went to order some black beans, and I said, uh, "Did anyone here speak Spanish?" Do we have Habla, habla. S- yeah, no soy. Uh, <laughs> I do not speak Spanish. So everything was a struggle with Google Translate and just, uh, I went to order black beans. I said, uh, quiero uh, frijoles Um, (laughs) N-words. Well, if you don't habla Espanol, the word word for black beans is frijoles negros, okay? And so I just was so blocked up, I couldn't even say it. Uh... I went to go uh, to buy a wife beater, and I put that into Google Translate, and I asked the lady at the store for, uh, ¿Dónde está los esposas batadores? Uh, <laughs> now, if, again, if you don't speak Spanish, I asked her, ¿Where are your domestic abusers? Uh... <laughs> When you think about it, that's exactly what I was asking her. <laughs> that is a weird thing we do, guys. We named a piece of clothing after like the worst stereotype we could think of of somebody who wears it, right? Like, the wife beater. Like, can you, you? Just think about it. Like, we call it a wife beater. Like, everyone else in every other country calls it like a ribbed tank top. And uh, I didn't realize how weird it was until I asked that question. And so I was like, you know what? Let's keep this train rolling. Let's name some more pieces of clothing after crazy stereotypes of the people wearing them, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Let's think. Instead of capri pants, we'll just call them Eurotourists. Yeah? Uh, Instead of Birkenstocks, we'll just call them old lesbians. Uh, Instead of wrist sleeves, we'll call them scar hiders. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Instead of Crocs, we'll call them serial virgins. Uh, Instead of... uh, I don't know. Bolo ties. We'll call them outspoken racists. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I never seen them I'm like, yep, that's what we'll call them. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, that's it. Uh, you nailed it right on the head, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Hey, guys, have you heard the news? Uh, the news about the Jews. Um uh, <laughs> it was in facebook uh facebook was in the news recently for it was right after charlottesville protests there was a thing where when you advertise on facebook like you get to pick from a drop down menu of who you want to advertise to like if you want to advertise hiking shoes you pick from outdoors people right Uh, except one of the options on this drop down menu uh, was jew haters for a little while and i'm not joking this is a real news story you can look it up you could actually directly advertise to jew haters uh and Facebook was claiming, like, oh, it was a problem with our algorithm or something like that. But it made a lot of sense to me, right? Because I couldn't figure out why I was getting so many advertisements for Tiki Torches and Eddie Bauer in my newsfeed. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. I don't hate the Jews. Actually, I play the Jewish piano. Uh, I'm an accountant. Uh, Terrible industry to hate the Jews in, guys. Come on. Some more Jew news. Uh... (laughs) And uh, when uh, and when Orthodox Jews do the the circumcision, it's called the bris, right? And so what they do, uh, the, the really Orthodox ones, like out in New York, when they make the incision, the rabbi uses his mouth to close off the wound. Uh, yeah, that's pretty weird, right? Uh, what's even weirder is and worse is that a lot of these rabbis are actually giving these infants herpes when they do this. Yeah, this is true story again. Uh, and it's really bad because some of them will actually die from this uh, or get, get brain damage, like really bad stuff. And even if they survive, they have to grow up and explain to people how they got herpes. Uh, so I don't know, it's cool. I got it from my rabbi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It's kosher, yeah. That's why they do it through the sheets, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know this shit. No, man, but what do they get when they get to the bar mitzvah, right? HIV? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I need a Got me thinking, though, about the bar mitzvah. Just coming-of-age ceremonies in general, right? They're fucking weird. Uh, Like, for a bar mitzvah, right? You take a 13-year-old boy uh, at his most pimply faced, his most crackly voice, his most vulnerable, and you put him in a suit, and you give him a glass of wine for confidence, and you put him in front of a synagogue full of people and have him sing in a language he doesn't know. Like, that is just tearing him down. That is some cruel shit, right? But it's not as weird as the quinceañera, right? Am I right? The quinceañera is weird ceremony. It's basically where you take a 15-year-old Latina girl and you tell everyone, you put her in like a wedding dress and you tell everyone, she's a woman now. She's ready. Uh... (laughs) You wonder about these teenage pregnancy rates and uh, then you're doing this shit at the same time, guys. Come on. But while the Latinos are having like a come see how fuckable my daughter is party, the Jews are having a come see how unfuckable my son is party. (laughs) Just very different, very different cultures. I don't know. Um, What else am I I thinking? Hey, you guys like dad jokes? Anybody here fans of dad jokes? Yeah, let me lay lay one on you real quick. Uh, When I die, I hope I'm not buried in uh, Let me start over. When I die, I hope I'm not buried in a coffin. I feel like I'm more of a sarcophagi. Mm. (laughs) Ah, ah. I probably shouldn't be telling dad jokes, though, ever since my doctor told me that I'm sterile. Uh, No dad jokes for me. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. I'm not sterile. I've had like six vasectomies. None of them have taken. I've been the cause of several unwanted abortions. Um, All right, let's end on a high note. You guys, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Me Too movement. I think it's a good thing, although I think it's kind of uh, redundant. Uh, we've been doing, we've been hearing about all this stuff for a long time. It's just only recently that's been getting, like, popularized. Like, I don't know. Courtney Love was blown the whistle on these guys for a long time. I've, Ten years over. And, uh, well, I get why we didn't listen to her, though. Uh, her credibility got blown away about the time her husband did. Oh! Uh, <laughs> I think I'll leave it at that. Uh, that's my time, guys. Thanks a lot. Bring up
0: your host, Pam. I wish some people from Seattle were here for that wonderful joke. Poor. He was murdered by his wife. Yay! Muni Radio Comedy Festival. True. That was Marty Cunning. He also plays rugby, you can tell by his his jacket. <laughs> it's exciting. No, I I was thinking today actually that we should start a YouTube thing called Ruck and Marty. Where we get on we go on adventures together in San Francisco that are just like stupid. Rick and Morty, except Ruck and Marty. So I'm like a drunk old lady. I'm a drunk old lady, and you're like a young fun guy who's like going around San Francisco. Okay. Right? <laughs> no? Buff as Morty. See, I know more people are having the thoughts in their heads. See, it's in the gestalt, Marty Cunny. The future is now. Your next comedian, she is the future, you guys. She's part of True Hustle, not True Hustle, hashtag hella funny. I'm sorry, they both start with a T. I'm so confused. <laughs> Hella funny. There's no, there's no, there's no tease in that at all. There's a, there's a T in a hashtag. I don't do Instagram. I don't know what that is. Twitter is totally foreign to me. I am 43 years old. Your next comedian, she gets it. You're gonna love her. Put your hands together for Allison
9: Hooker. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Keep it going for Pam. Yeah. Keep it going for this awesome festival we're part of. Yeah. Round of applause for yourselves coming out and supporting live comedy fuck yes i'm excited to be here i had a really shitty day uh and now i i know that there's worse in the catholic church out there that's wow now but i I went to uh i went to the doctor today does anyone else get really stuck on that question how many drinks per week yeah you know it's a it's a tough one because you don't want to lie too much (laughs) you know you want to check your liver uh, what are you going to be, honest? It's your doctor, not your lawyer, you know? <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of like a comedy club. I'm a two drink minimum a night. It goes up from there. So I was like, I'm gonna go with two drinks a night. Like, that's reasonable, right? So I was like, I have two drinks a night, 14 a week. She goes, that's too much. You're nodding. I was surprised. You think that's too much?
10: been there,
9: no, huh? <laughs> Oh, you've shared that? <laughs> well, get this, you haven't been there. Cause this is what the bitch told me. She goes, men can have two drinks. Women can only have one.
6: <laughs> uh, I'll,
9: I'll give her your number. I was fucking livid though. I was like, bitch, we are literally in the middle of hashtag me too. Like, whose fucking team are you on? She's like, if you need help with your drinking problem, I help a lot of my patients. I was like, okay, lady, look. Um, I came here for drugs, <laughs> not rehab. Also, you guys, I don't think she's helping anyone with their drinking problem. I think she's just helping people lie to doctors. <laughs> you know, because like the next time I go to her, I'm definitely going to be like, oh yeah, you know, I have seven drinks a week. I'm no dumbass, she gave me the answer. <laughs> Actually, fuck that. I'm not going back to that doctor. Because I want to see a doctor I can see eye to eye with, you know, I'll give her your number. I want a doctor that will look at my 14 and be like, that's not enough! <laughs> She asked me another impossible question to answer. What was the first day of your last period? (laughs) Yeah, ladies, quick round of applause if anyone else is completely fucking stumped every time a doctor asks this. All the women in the room, yeah, we don't know. We don't know what's going on with our bodies, actually, (laughs) at all. Like every single month, our entire world just crumbles, and we have no idea what's happening. Just solemn nods around the room. (laughs) Like I'll get on the phone with a friend of mine, like, I just don't know what's going on with me. Like I don't like my job anymore. This guy that I'm dating just seems really distant. Like, I just haven't been happy lately. <laughs> like, the shit is deep. <laughs> and then three days later, oh. <laughs> but, but imagine getting stumped by this, like, by anything else that happens every single month, you know? (laughs) Rent is due. You get on the phone with your landlord, you're asking me for rent again? (laughs)
1: Like
9: it feels like I just paid rent. (laughs) And you're not even asking me nicely. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money and my room is really small. (laughs) I'm 33. Why is my room so small? (laughs) I like how the men can understand the disintegration more than women. It's how we feel, though. It's how we feel, ladies. Um... So yeah, anyways, I went to the doctor. Uh, she went to give me a pap smear. It's mostly men in here. I'll just fill you guys in what we go through. Um, when we go to the doctor, they stick a speculum inside of us and they click it open twice and they swab the inside of our vagina. Yeah, you look a little scared, but I know there's a couple guys in here that are like, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> I wish I'd go to the doctor and stick my dick in something. <laughs> but it's not like fun, you know? It's whatever. It, there's no like rotating head or bunny ears. It's just... <laughs> It's cold. Like the equivalent for a man would probably be sticking your flaccid penis in a cooler and having someone scratch it. Like that's... It's whatever. It's... it's whatever. So anyways, you guys, she goes uh, to give me a pap smear. And I think because I have like a small frame, she assumed like all of me was small. If you catch my drift mutiny, uh, <laughs> so she goes, I am going to use my smallest speculum. Any smaller would be pediatric. <laughs> I hear a couple laughs, but I just thought that was fucking weird. I um, know what the fuck. Uh, I'm not going to make any jokes. I'm going to leave it to Roy Moore. Um, so, hey. So she takes her smallest speculum, you know, <laughs> she goes to stick it in. She goes, scooey! I'm just kidding. Slides right in, you guys. No problems there. No problems at all. She goes for the classic click, click. She goes click, 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 I know. What I'm trying to say, I think, is that the hallway doesn't always fit the building. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't know where my organs fit either, you know? This is just... It's just vagina and backbone. Uh, Loosening you guys up, it's okay, it's comedy. Um, Fuck it, you guys, I'm proud of my big vagina. You know what I did? I wrote a song about it today on my way over. Can I share it with you? All right. It goes, I can take that dick, (laughs) click, (laughs) click, (laughs) click, (laughs) click, (laughs) click, 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 click. That's fucking ridiculous. That is (laughs) ridiculous. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, uh, my name's Allison Hooker, by the way, (laughs) uh, just my name, was born with it, Um, not a stage name. You guys can imagine that was fun, you know, all my life, like in junior high, when I had to write my first initial and last name on my gym clothes. (laughs) So it just said, a hooker, just (laughs) down the leg of my pants, (laughs) across my chest. Thank you. It took me a little longer to find the funny in it. Okay. What's that? Johnson. You're a Johnson. <laughs> we should get married and hyphenate, you know? <laughs> But I was cruising around with this A hooker shirt on, everyone was teasing me. It was junior high. Eighth grade boys in my class. I'm in sixth grade. It was a whole thing, you know. So my gym teacher finally gave me new clothes. She's like, sweetheart, you need to write something else. (laughs) So I wrote the hooker. (laughs) Are you guys kidding me? I was loving that sexual attention. Junior high, I was cruising around in my hooker shirt wearing a training bra to support the nipples that had come in. Now I'm cruising around wearing a padded bra to support the nipples that have come in. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm waiting. <laughs> I was actually trying to like, smack my titties on a guy's face the other night. It's not even the joke yet though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he broke his nose on my chest bone. Uh, thank you. It's fine though. He's, uh, he's actually Syrian, so he's got quite a nose in my defense it's true my boyfriend's Syrian actually he learned how to write in Arabic first so we met when he swiped the wrong way on Tinder okay like the language jokes pretty fucking cheesy you guys pretty dumb yeah he's Syrian actually my uh, my birthday was election night so Trump was elected and I was like what's happening oh my god baby we are moving and I looked at him and he's from Syria so we stayed um (laughs) That was that. What else can I say about that? Uh, he grew up in Santa Cruz, actually. His dad owns a Mexican restaurant down in Santa Cruz. His dad is a Syrian man who owns a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, It's like the first time I had a burrito where I was like, a mm, little too much saffron. You know? <laughs> uh... But yeah, the white people don't get it either. They like cruise in there, like practice their Spanish one on all the Syrians because they don't know the difference between a brown person. <laughs> so it's pretty classic. Uh, what else I want to talk about? My Syrian boyfriend picked the movie last night. It's cold outside. You know, we watched a movie. uh, So we watched a porn, which is fine. Thank you. Yeah, I'm no conservative. I'm no Mike Pence. I think you know that by now. (laughs) Uh, But I have a little trouble getting on board with porn, you know, because there's no good backstory. There's no build up like they're just going straight to pound town and I need a little bit more romance. Than that. So this is what I did. I paused it and I gave him the backstory. <laughs> I was like, look, he wasn't always a pool boy. And she didn't always have those tits. And I don't have time to get into like the details of it right now, you guys, but I gave him the most epic love story. Like they'd known each other for years. They built deep love and respect for each other. And after all this time, they're finally ready for anal. Okay, go ahead. Push play. <laughs> <laughs> then I could get into it a little bit more, you know? Then I, get out. I mean, there were a few other parts. I had to, like, pause it and explain. Give him a little more backstory. Like, why is he calling her stepsister? You know, they're just other parts. <laughs> like, if he loves her so much, why is he spitting on her? There were just other things. <laughs> Who the fuck is this other guy? <laughs> it took us a little while to get through the movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we didn't... We didn't even have sex, we just fell asleep. Um, great story, though, it was a good, good love story. Uh, how much time do I have? One minute? Oh, what do I do with one minute? Do you know any jokes? <laughs> Listen, dickhead, no. Are you a comic? oh I'm sure we could give you a couple minutes up here though you know you know what a couple minutes feels like uh, or one like how long it takes you to come <laughs> yeah one minute like how long it takes you to come we could give you that amount of time no, no 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 but the thing is the thing is about comedy though is like it's a lot like sex because when you're doing it it feels like so much longer yeah? you guys have been amazing thank you so much
0: She's at Cobb's all the time on Hella Funny. Super awesome. Yay! People are arriving. Yay! Exciting stuff. Woo! Your next comedian. What what an amazing human being his he, he is. I saw you go in the bathroom with a disco light and it like danced off your hair in such a beautiful way. I was like, I want to make a video of him in the in the bathroom. <laughs> that sounds weird. I didn't mean to... <laughs> that, that comes across wrong. Uh but he's an amazing human being. You guys are gonna love him so much. Put your hands together for amazing local comedian, Clay Newman!
11: I just want to set the record straight i was not pooping in there i was not pooping in there i just could not not dance it just had to happen i will say i did pee everywhere like that's not good for dancing it's not like it's not a good you like you cross streams with the disco hands it's no good it's like i've peed everywhere um this is Mutiny Radio, goddamn it! This is this is where you pee everywhere. This is if this place didn't smell like pee, it wouldn't be Mutiny Radio. I want one of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. One of the greatest shows I've seen in my comedy career was at Mutiny Radio. It was a show where the comics wore diapers. <laughs> Pam, in all of her brilliance, put a challenge to comedians: you get all the beer you want but you're not allowed to use the bathroom (laughs) and you got to wear a diaper and we got to see that diaper and because we've made the poor decision to buy very elderly diapers (laughs) they're gonna leak (laughs) which is a fun factor I got to hear one of the greatest statements I've ever heard at a comedy show. It came from you, Jonathan. <laughs> it came from you, sir. Uh, Jonathan exclaimed with more passion than I've ever heard at a comedy show uh, upon... And here's the back the backstory to this. Uh, Jonathan witnessed a comic. And it's just this... Do this disgraceful thing, which is not pee his pants uh, during this comedy show. Uh, this was a comic who has been on Conan O'Brien. Uh... <laughs> He's been on Last Comic Standing. Very few of us make it out of San Francisco with credits. He was one of them. And Jonathan, in all of his wisdom, exclaimed, I don't give a fuck what show he was on. You're supposed to
10: pee. <laughs>
11: and that's Mutiny Radio. That's, that's where we're at. That's what we're keeping alive is that goddamn honor, the tradition. Of Mutiny Radio. It's a beautiful thing. I'm happy to take part of it. I think it's fitting that Mutiny Radio is in this neighborhood. Because like nowhere else is this neighbor. Like where else in the world do you find the financial diversity of the outskirts of the mission? It's ridiculous. It's insane. It's nowhere else has that level of rich and poor mingling together. On one block. On one block. You could be walking down the street. And you could have this conversation with yourself. the fuck is that a gold rimmed segue god damn it tech industry (laughs) a gold rimmed segue how insulting do you have to be to the rest of sam are you pooping and shooting heroin (laughs) one block but they're both like fuck trump right so it's all good it's all good we're all friends People say there's not a lot of political diversity out here. That's not true. That's not true at all. I heard a conversation between friends earlier today. I heard one guy exclaiming, and this is a popular argument in San Francisco. You've heard this before. This isn't diverse. Republicans are so stupid. I can't believe how stupid Republicans are. Republicans are so stupid. We're going to die because of how stupid Republicans are. his friend stopped him. And this is why I like how diverse the Bay Area is. His friend stopped him and he said, look, man, you don't understand. Republicans aren't stupid. Okay? That is ignorant to think that Republicans are stupid. Republicans are not stupid. Republicans are evil. (laughs) So yeah, we got the full spectrum of ideas out here. It's really nice. We got all the beliefs. Uh, all the ones that matter. Uh, it's one or the other. It can't be both. You can't be evil and stupid. I believe that thoroughly. I believe that thoroughly. Like, the people that are controlling Donald Trump's presidency are evil. Donald Trump is clearly stupid. <laughs> clearly stupid. There's, And I can prove it none of you would watch a James Bond movie if Donald Trump was the villain it would never happen he's not evil enough, he's too stupid same goes for fucking W there's no way, if George W. Bush was a vote, what's it gonna do, just like massage, like, here you go Jimmy Bond, like (laughs) Donald Trump that's not gonna be a fun speech like, James Bond is tied down, there's a laser slowly heading towards his crotch Donald Trump says I don't know I'm not allowed to speak about lasers but oh that was Woody Allen I don't know why I did Woody Allen <laughs> you ever not practice an accent and then you do Woody Allen accidentally I'm trying to be relatable up here um, <laughs> ah, that was bad uh, alright we'll just move on to other stuff uh." <laughs> So, like, I know it's wrong to drink in the shower. Whatever. Um, it's not wrong. I feel like you're not the best judge. <laughs> like, I don't want to go back to the pee show incident. But, like, let's, let's, because, like, but I don't think society has decided it's wrong to drink in the shower. Like, even if you're trying to be classy about it, you can't bring a, uh, like, a tumbler in there. It's going to get wet. Like, you can't. There's no, like, sippy cup. Top for a wine glass. It doesn't happen. Like, there's no classy way to drink in the shower. But you're allowed to drink while you're pooping, right? <laughs> you said that way too confidently. <laughs> oh, maybe you got the same advice as me. Maybe a doctor told you to relax. I don't know how else to do it. I don't want hemorrhoids anymore. I got to do whatever I can. I'm not going to smoke a spliff while I'm shitting. I get too high. I don't remember which is the smoking hand, which is the wiping hand. <laughs> That's a problem. It's how you get pink eye. <laughs> it is crazy to be out here in the Bay Area to live in this time with all of this technological advancements. Cars are driving themselves. Millionaires are launching Pintos into space or whatever the fuck that was all about. <laughs> you realize we're skipping the important stuff we're missing the things the society actually needs have you ever taken a minute to think about the fact that nobody has even tried to invent a bed that you could pee into (laughs) how is nobody I thought we'd start a rally right now I thought that would be the end of the comedy show and we would take to the streets marching it is cold at night (laughs) you're telling me you'd rather walk to the bathroom turn on the lights you're not a ninja you can't hit that fucking toilet water without the lights maybe you're a lady maybe you're gonna sit down is it warm that's not a good thing you can't afford a toilet warmer you have roommates that's a bad thing if it's warm you do your business you walk back to bed do you fall calmly back to sleep no that's not how the human brain works you're telling me you wouldn't rather just roll over and fucking let it happen? I'm not saying we poop in there, we're not animals. And I don't even, I'm not even talking about technology, really. Like, I just want a hole and a bucket and some air freshener. That's all I'm asking for, a funnel for the ladies. I don't know how vaginas work. I don't know if a funnel would help. I feel like we're all pretty good people in this room. I think I'm a good person. I think you're all good people. I hope you think you're a good person. But ask yourself deep down, is any of us in this room a good enough person to not poop in the handicap stall? (laughs) If it's available, that is the chuckle of somebody that always takes the leg room. That guy knows, what I, are you kidding me? Fuck yeah, handicapped stall. You get the leg room, you fucking prop your phone up against the bar, and you get to watch a little YouTube video while you're. It's great. But every once in a while, and I hope it never happens to you, but every once in a while, while you're enjoying that extra leg room, while you're watching a video of. How to cook deep fried asparagus on your phone i know what you're into every once in a while you hear that mechanical noise and the door swings open and you peer under the stall and wheels come in
1: it's not (laughs)
11: You know, it's not Stephen Hawking. That would be great. I'm not saying you ask for an autograph, necessarily. Like, And that's even more rude if you just yell, Stephen Hawking? <laughs> <laughs> I was just worried about clamming up. Your hands get all sweaty. You can't fucking palm a piece of toilet paper. You know it's going to be one of those endless wipers. <laughs> Somebody's on the other side of the stall going, I hope he doesn't ask if I'm Stephen Hawking. (laughs) That would be embarrassing. (laughs) Oh, you made that joke better than it's ever been before. Thanks, Jonathan. uh, Coming through twice in one set. (laughs) Comics. Look to Jonathan. (laughs) He's got the answers. This is the fountain of youth right here. It's beautiful. All right, you, you did enough. Don't force it. Don't force it. Let it come. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't get greedy, Jonathan. Uh, this is what happened with Bitcoin. This is Bitcoin all over again. You just got greedy. You're like, this worked
1: once.
11: <laughs> I don't know what Bitcoin is. That joke doesn't go any further. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing. That's where improv people beat stand-up comedians. Improv people know better than to start a topic that they have no knowledge on. Uh, stand-up comedians just shout words that we've heard regularly and hope that it gets a response, and then flounder when it does. Uh, that was very upsetting. Um, <laughs> well, this is a goddamn delight. I really appreciate you guys hanging out here. Uh, I hope those of you who are audience members realize how important of a Part of the process you are like you're so necessary to this you realize there's no band practice for us we don't just get to say this shit in the shower and hope that it works out like we need you guys we need you here you're important man yeah honest to god do you realize if none of you are here right now this would just be schizophrenia <laughs> this would just be another problem in the mission. (laughs) It's like that old saying, if a comic tells a joke in the woods and no one is around to hear it, did I get too fucked up on that camping trip? (laughs) I'm talking to trees again, I may have. But I like to think as far as myself goes, that someday maybe y'all will be watching Comedy Central and I don't know. What if you think of the time you saw me here? Do you say to yourselves, "That Clay Newman guy"? I wonder if he's watching Comedy Central too. <laughs> Someday, uh, give it
1: up
0: Clay Newman! Clay Newman, the only comic who's been here for all three Muni Radio Comedy Festivals. Favorite. You can still listen to old versions of Clay and Tony's Spoiler Alert, and they're still fresh. You can still listen to Trapped in the Closet with them. It's so fresh. It is, it's always fresh. There's peeing in that too, right, R. Kelly? We got it full circle. All right, your next comedian. He used to live in San Francisco. He moved to L.A., but he's back. He started the brainwashing. He's here with us. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together. For Kevin Monroe!
7: Yeah, all right. Uh, man, y'all, y'all kind of classy this joint up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, nobody's drinking openly. There's no edibles. Like, dude. damn, I leave for a minute. By the way, if you know, I took all my shit and brought it out of my car. I took all my shit out of my car and brought it over there. Because three months ago, I did a show with The Punchline and they broke it broke into my car and stole my clothes. Yeah, not, not my laptop, right? Not my phone, not my camera, my clothes. And I'm like, I'm six foot six, you dumb motherfucker. Good luck (laughs) wearing them pants. (laughs) Fucking idiots. If you see a tall ass dude wearing some um, some pants, just punch him in the face for me, okay? Just do that. It's it's probably my pants. It's probably my pants. Now, I was going to put my contacts in when I got here, but uh, the light in the bathroom... (laughs) what's that disco shit going on in there yeah i don't i I don't want to have a party when i'm taking a shit why what the fuck is (laughs) like who sits down going you know what would make this even better (laughs) put on some barry white please Like what the fuck? So I was like, all right, fuck. It. I'll do it. With my 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 glasses on. Ah, uh, uh, this, this is this is cool, man. And uh, once again, by the way, uh, I literally, I just flew in. I literally just flew in. Just got off of SFO. I can literally drive from LA to San Francisco faster than flying to SFO. Seriously, five and a half hours on the freeway, eight hours in the airport. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Serious. Like, how is this technology working? Like, this is this is. This is anti technology like this is backwards it's backwards shit you coming in or you' staying out what's up <laughs> 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 Just creeping it just goes to the- oh, okay yeah. yeah that's how that is yeah, I used to live here in the in the bay i'm I'm in l a now man, and i'm out there trying to Trying to date, trying to meet people, man. You know, I'm just like, oh, this is. Uh, I don't, I don't send dick pics. I, I really don't. I don't. I don't, because not everybody's phone got unlimited data.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
7: you know, <what> I'm saying? <laughs> like, damn, you fucked up my program, man. <laughs> An extra $30. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm talking about No, nah, it, it's, it's I, I haven't been out there in a minute, so I thought I'd try it out. You, I, you know what, it's weird, like, not just black women, but all kinds of women like do fake hair, like f- hair extensions. They do like, 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 it's not a black thing anymore. It's like, like blonde women, everybody's doing the hair extensions. You know, everybody come out the car looking like Pocahontas. And, and I'm like, how, do, how is it you can have fake hair, but I can't show up on a date with a fake mustache? <laughs> <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why can't I wear a fake mustache? Yeah, look, look. You're not Beyonce. I'm not Idris Elba. Okay, we're all pretending. Fucking just. Why not? (laughs) There's no reason. But you know that did kill a date, so (laughs) that didn't work. Have a seat, sir. Have a seat. Where you coming from, sir? Good. That's a good place. Man, this is cool. Nah, man, uh, LA LA is a a weird, weird spot, man. Uh, LA has black people, which is something the Bay Area doesn't have anymore. Yo, look, there's no black people here, man. There's like, like, I mean, there's like five. You know what I mean? Like, but LA has like Compton, has like Inglewood, like black, like black people. There's hella. It's like real. Like, you could be a black person in LA and stay in black world, you know, and like never, never talk to a white person ever. You could, you know, what I mean you could walk around and be like Wakanda forever. You
1: know?
7: <laughs> <laughs> this shit is great, man. And I was like, uh, I started dating these, uh, some of these black women because uh, the Bay Area had me on this. Like, you know, there's too many white women out here. Like, I, I hadn't seen a black pussy since Boys the Man had four members. <laughs> 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 so, so I have a rule now. You can't date more than three white women in a row because if you do that, you're institutionalized. You institutionalize. It's like it's like that dude that goes to prison and he comes out. He doesn't know what to do. So he just robs a liquor store. <laughs> Put me back in. I don't know. Yeah, it's it. You institutionalize, man. Ah, uh, this this one girl. She hit me on a uh, uh, on my dating app. She, her name is Tsunami, spelled S-U-N-A-M-I. Wow. Tsunami. Tsunami. I'm like, this chick sounds like a mess. Like, she's gonna show, me, hello, I'm a tsunami. I'll have the cabernet.
1: You
7: know what I'm saying? Like, she sounds like a mess, but you know, hey, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see. Hello, I'm a natural disaster that can't spell. I'm here to rocky world. Nah, I don't, I don't I'll, I'll deal with her. I'll deal with her, man. But I mean, you know, it's, it's it's been a while, man. I mean, black women were not feeling me in the early 2000s, man. I missed that whole juvenile back that ass up era of black women. Like that was, <laughs> I missed that. Now now it's okay. You know, But but back then, I mean, it's cool now, but back then, black women, they were kind of like, they were like the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like they... Like they didn't draft me, but they were mad I was playing in Europe.
1: <laughs>
7: you know? <laughs> and Israel. <laughs> but that was summer league. That don't count. That don't count. <laughs> My boy hit me up on Twitter, hey yo dog, you gotta check this shit out, man. He sent me this picture. And it's like, oh shit, this is just a girl in some yoga pants bent over. Why are you sending me this? He's like, no, that's not a girl that's a sex robot dog that's a sex robot that's not a person that's a sex robot i'm like what why are you it's like nah this is real dude you could buy a sex robot i'm like i don't know if i want a sex robot man i ain't because look i have an ex that was a stalker okay i don't want a robot stalker ex okay okay <laughs> Has nobody seen Terminator? <laughs> they follow you to the ends of the fucking earth, man. I'll be back to ask you why you did not call me. I'm fucking with that, man. He's like, oh no, no, you understand, it's a sex robot. I'm like, look, man, any robot is a sex robot. If You try hard enough. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know what your Roomba looks like, but <laughs> drink a little Hennessy be like oh shit. <laughs> I'ma just put some crumbs. <laughs> you know, like why are you paying extra? Just just get a regular robot and fuck it. That's uh... <laughs> Kevin Moreau does not endorse fucking robots. <laughs> My publicist made me say that you know and it's, he's like dog it's for real though it's dope though it's two thousand dollars twenty five hundred for the black one i'm like look, look i don't i don't have two thousand dollars <laughs> i can't afford a sex what right? how about i'll be like hey yo uh y'all got a, a sex washcloth <laughs> a sex gym sock that's that's my budget right there <laughs> sex gym sock you gotta <laughs> Have to do in the back, like, oh, what's this website? <laughs> <laughs> what's a website for a sex robot? Now, nah, man, I, I miss, I miss the bay, man. I went to uh, when I when I came uh, from the Caribbean. I'm from the Caribbean, Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, you don't know where it is? It's okay, you know. <laughs> no, you don't. Like, you know, what Americans are. I know where I know what Trinidad is. Go to Africa, make a left. <laughs> By the way there were no there were no trinidadians in the winter olympics none no <laughs> <laughs> we live on the equator okay like why would be but i'll tell you what though with this global warming shit in 2082 motherfucker yeah. 2082 trinidad is going to kill the winter olympics son <laughs> shit we're going to run on gravel like a motherfucker <laughs> All the Swedes are like, why is it so hot? Why? <laughs> that's a German accent, pretend to be a Swedish accent. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. There's no Norwegians here, so... Are there? Are there any? <laughs> nanny to
1: Germany,
7: you're good. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Nanny, she don't count. No, no. But I hate that, man. Like, that's the only time, like, when I was in Oakland, like, people were like, where are you from, Trinidad? Is that in Africa? I'm like, no, it's it's a Caribbean country. Plus, so a caribbean country in africa yeah, yeah, yeah. like okay fine fuck it it's in africa i give up what do you want <laughs> now, you know like during the olympics that's the only time you'll care about us man like y'all watch you know somewhere between taiwan and tunisia is my little country there's three people right one guy's there he's like holding the flag <laughs> the other guy's my uncle roy <laughs> <laughs> Like nigga, you 55 years old. Why are you still in the Olympics? <laughs> you know what I mean? That like Americans, man, y'all y'all are bullies, man. Y'all y'all fuck with third world. Co- y'all play third world countries. Why are you playing? Like I saw the USA basketball team play Angola. <laughs> Angola. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like like oh okay, we got uh we got LeBron James. Yeah, we got Steph Curry. We got uh. Tyson Chandler we got Kevin Durant <laughs> how do you think the Angolan basketball team pick their team like they're just in there like okay the <sighs> first 15 men with shoes <laughs> come to the UN Hospital <laughs> We will drive from Angola <laughs> You know what I mean Like after the game They're shaking hands And shit like Oh good game brother Good game Good game brother 155 to 3 Good game brother Good game Are you still eating that? No <laughs> <laughs> It's fucked up man I'm like How you go? I feel like this like, If you're in the third world You should get You should get a gold medal Fine If you're from the third world, if you win, you should get a U.S. passport. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's useful to a third world person, man. How you gonna give an African a gold medal? Gold comes from Africa. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like white people stole gold from Africa. How you gonna give an African some shit you stole from them? (laughs) As a prize, like (laughs) here you go, Matumbo, gold medal. Well, thank you for returning it. Where is the rest? Wakanda. (laughs) I've been saying that shit forever, man. I've been been going up to Comedy Central, like the producer's room, like, hey, what's up, man? (laughs) Like, oh, you're... you're," They're taking it seriously. (laughs) That should be killed me. All right, I got to get out of here, man. Um, uh, what, what, what should I leave you on? Um, here's a black fact. Did you know that a young black male is 10 times more likely to be in a statistic? <laughs> true they keep measuring nobody knows what white people do right nobody checks (laughs) but every year it's like cnn presents a special report the state of black america are their dicks getting bigger (laughs) don lemon investigates (laughs) all right i gotta go guys i'm kevin monroe
0: guy the cooper guy he's got to investigate who's the cooper guy cooper anderson right he's got to investigate he wants to get deep uh that you guys that was the locals only show that was so exciting you're all here yay uh so what's gonna happen is we everyone will clap one more time for the amazing comedians that you just saw marty uh, allison hooker clay newman and kevin monroe these guys just walked in you guys are welcome to stay for the next show it's going to start super soon it's um, and Kevin Monroe I'm going to ask you if you can be on it because we have an open space and you are a POC yeah okay. oh it's the p- no no not under arrest we just want you to keep telling jokes uh, but our next show coming up in like now it's like five minutes we'll let everybody outside and you come all back in and it's going to be amazing uh, and thank you so much for being here at the first show locals only and wildly yay yay Uh, but stick around for the next show uh, which is gonna come uh, come up in a few minutes and it's uh, the politics are funny slash I'm not white (laughs) so stick around yay muni radio
12: I uh, originally from Ohio. Uh, you might have read that a magazine, which is true. You know, a lot of folks make up their names and places and everything. But I am—I'm one of them farm boys. <laughs> and I had an uncle who was a little, little off, a little off. Oh yeah, knocked down by Harley one day. And uh, Harley Davidson boy had him shook anybody, you know, a kid, wise guy going about 75 miles an hour and threw him inside of a cement plant. But uh, shook him a little, you know. <laughs> well. Uncle Willard had this uh, used pet shop. It was uh, for used pets. And um, yeah, there's always something wrong with them, you know. And uh, so a guy came in one day and he said, uh, how much is the doggy in the window? That doggy out there in front? That dog run you a dollar. A dollar for a dog? Isn't that a little unusual? No, I don't know whether you noticed or not. He ain't got no claws on his right paw. Serve a conversation piece. <laughs> yes, no, I wouldn't want that. What the devil's that over there? Oh, that's an owl. I can give to him for three seventy-five. You wouldn't know it. He ain't got no feathers on his body. I got him down Biloxi, and there was a storm come up or something, blew it all his feathers off. And uh, I've got purple feathers and chartreuse, and what you can do is put a little them on his belly and paste them on there, you know, and put him there in the parlor. And <laughs> conversation piece, like a dog. <laughs> yeah. I see. Oh, listen. Incidentally, don't put your finger in that bowl. No, the reason I... Oh, took your finger off, didn't it? <laughs> oh, God. You know, it's a funny thing. You never have to feed that piece. nothing. There's always some clown like yourself putting his finger in the bowl. <laughs>
1: took it right off, didn't
12: he? <laughs> oh, I bet that's smart, isn't it? <laughs> mm, that's a brawn, yeah. Them things Hit anything. Hit anything in the amazon river i never got it some guy dropped off here one day (laughs) over the beach out. listen i'll tell you what i can do um i can give you that kangaroo over there for ten and a half come all the way from australia most of them do Uh, i got him as far as muncie and he fell off a flat car and broke his tail now you know most of them sit back there on their tails like this but this one you got to lean him again some
10: Ant-y, ant, antitent, ant get up and clean your teeth and have a shave. It's 1 a.m. Let's go out to a rave, one more in before we hit that grave. It's harder than a microwave, wave. Come on, Dan, lights, time, on the stove, like. Gonna have a ball Let's have a ball Down as the go Lift it on a lift it on Come on in with Switch on the strobe. Do what you like We're gonna have a ball tonight Let's have a ball Down as the door. I am the Bishop of Brixton on my way to guard the party at the palace.
12: Where's the party, officer?
10: Come on, team. Party ah! time. Switch on the scroll. Do what you like. like. We're gonna have a ball tonight. Let's have a ball. Down. Smoke more than 50 fags a day <laughs> So have you ever To the the Come on, down the lights it's Body time <laughs> Switch on the strobe. Come
13: Masturbation. Masturbation. Sir Edmund, why are you doing that? And he said, because it was there. The first person I knew to masturbate was Eddie Le He used to tell us how he would go home and masturbate while he watched American Bandstand. was saying, how do you rate this record, Denise? How do you rate this, Denise? You give it a hundred, Denise? Dance to this, Denise? Women, in numbers, do not masturbate as much as men. There's a lot of women that do it more than any man, but there's a lot of women who are basically romanticists and don't feel right unless there's somebody else there. I have an invention for these women. A vibrator that talks. (laughs) (laughs) Could have a little recording device in there, you know? I love you! Like you. Ah. Could have thank you. Could have a special kind, special kind for married women. After it was over, it would fall asleep. You know? ah. Ah. Single girls, when it was over, would get up, raid the refrigerator and go home. I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I'll stop talking about uh, masturbation. Get into something else. Nocturnal emissions. <laughs> now, see that might be that might be a little difficult for some of the ladies here to relate to. But that's a wild feeling, because unlike any sexual experience, you don't really know what's going on. (laughs) See, you're like 12 years old, you wake up in the middle of the night. What the hell was that? (laughs) I gotta remember what I was dreaming about. Tell you something else. Mothers like Nocturne. Mothers. Because for the first time, their sons make their own beds. Oh, Ma, listen, I made my bed already. I cleaned up my whole room, uh, You don't even have to go and help uh, me clean up. I'm going to watch.
7: Bye-bye, pleasure.